The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the after show the after show show. this is the after show the show after the show we just completed uh the after show where we uh, smoked the three different padrones side by side, and at the end we did a classic three-way, and we brought in from an after show somebody who uh, wrote in or called in, whatever you call that, steam pipe or whatever it was called, speak pipe, <laughs> and um, it's Sarah, and she went as far as not just uh, sending us a question about how she should uh, start her career and doing a bourbon and cigar bar, uh, which we recommended to her that she should get a job at a cigar store. So she actually uh, reached out to uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop and applied for a job and uh, did it over the phone. And then uh, just a few days later, jumped on a plane and came here to New yeah. Hampshire. Dave, give her another point for follow-through. Unbelievable. <laughs> and And I would say as far as being on time, I mean, she was three hours early for her interview, so she's okay there. Is that right? Well, this is her interview. Oh, okay, okay. Well, she didn't know this was going to be an interview, though. She came up to see the show, and I threw that on her to say, uh, okay, um, we brought her on for the classic three-way. By the way, uh, she shut you guys out. Shut out. Yeah. Yeah. Had no idea what it was. Yeah, she didn't have any idea. Every time they lose, they think it's rigged. Everything's rigged because they lose. Well, yeah, Jonathan, Dave, I was in Dave's office. He says, okay, how about this for the after show? We'll interview Sarah. And I thought he meant interviewer as a guest. But no, he interview means for the job, job interview. Right. So this is the job interview. Pretty much everything that is wrong with hiring, that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't do this, entrepreneurs out there. You, you don't actually <laughs> publicly uh, do the interview in public. But I said, because this is going to go down in history as, you know. It certainly has potential. She may decide that she hates the cigar industry and she wants to do something else. I said before the thing, so how do you think about it? Even stronger than before. Okay. Yeah. Then we're going to go forward. But if this wasn't enough to turn her off, threw everything on her. Yeah. Let's see how she feels after the interview. (laughs) And and you had no problem, you know, no notice. Here you go. Come on for the classic three-way. Boom. You get up here. Jumped right in. Yeah, no problem. Because yeah. yeah. I, I always encourage people who are starting to interview to think of it as this is a two-way process, right? You're learning about the company at the same time they're Absolutely. learning about you. So. It, it, it could go either way that she doesn't want to work for us or we don't want to work for her. We don't want her to work sure. for us, right? Yeah. So this has to be everybody agrees to do it. And it, it's not just... A girl from around the corner coming for a job here. No. She's moving 
Man, it makes it it makes you think twice about firing somebody when they have to drive all the way back to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's just amazing to me. I'm I'm blown away that this opportunity is happening. So I said, all right, we're, we're going to have an interview on the show, and it's uh, you, you've done interview, been interviewed for jobs before, but this is going to be very different. So uh, think about the question. It's important how you're going to answer. But uh, you won the classic three way. You're up here talking with us. Uh, we've thrown so much at you. If you if you haven't uh, blown it yet, here's here's your chance right here. So the first question. These are all important questions here. What do you think of garden gnomes? <laughs> <laughs> garden gnomes. Yeah, garden. You, garden. you put an R in there. Well, we'll have to get rid we'll of that. Uh, yeah, I noticed, I noticed my name here is <laughs> yeah. Sarah. It's not Sarah. No. So, garden. Uh, we'll garden. teach her how to talk later. That's part of the training. <laughs> it's going to happen. Your dad's not going to recognize your, your vocabulary <laughs> later. Um. So I think there's, you know, tasteful ways to include garden gnomes yeah. into into your house um, and into your scenery. I would say too many uh, might scare people. Uh, might, you know, give people a little bit of, you know, the, the guy wrote in about questioning mental health. Well, I think if someone's sporting 50 garden gnomes around their house, I might mm -hmm. question, you know, mental health stances and whatnot. She actually answered it for real. She, yeah. And she, and she tied it into the show. This is real now, good. <laughs> I don't know if this is a thing in Ohio, but it became a big thing in Williamstown, Mass. It wasn't garden gnomes. It was the pink flamingos. Mm. And people started to get flocks of them and would arrange them. I think that Dave's mental health issues are starting to wear off on you, Ed Sullivan. That was almost what? a coin story. Thank you for that. That wasn't a coin story. It was close. Do you have one? I, we do not. We are not no. a garden gnome mm -hmm. household. And I honestly don't know if I've seen them around. And the, we have one. You've got a garden <laughs> yeah. gnome? We have one. That's that's a, that's the right amount. Explains yeah, one. that's the right amount. <laughs> that's one. the right amount. <laughs> okay. One. If you were a box of cereal, what would it be and why? This is so easy. <laughs> These are really hard questions. So. This, is a, this is a funny story, I guess, kind of. So um, when I was 12... Cinnamon Toast Crunch. We finally got a box. We didn't really keep cereal. Dad isn't laughing. Um, we didn't keep cereal in the house too much, but we got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I think I had four bowls within an hour and a half, and I got so sick. I was puking mm -hmm. for probably three hours, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But that night, I had another bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch because I love it that much. to it after. I, it's so good. Give and her at least a point for that. <laughs> she got the bell. Well, it, listen, it, with the cigar industry, you get a cigar, you get sick from it. I, it's happened to me. You got to grow up and you go back to it. Yeah. Even though it made you sick, you go back to it. You're you, ride that bull you're again. killing us so far. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how are you on math and finance? Um, I definitely, I mean, so like my majors were PR and English. All right. So part of the reason why I did that is because I don't like math, but I can do it. So it's one of those things in PR, you know, you had to take a couple of statistics classes and finance classes because if you're dealing with a company, you've got to know these things. All right. So here's a math thing. Grab, oh, you, grab your pen great. on here. <laughs> you're driving a bus and there's three people on it. Okay. On the first stop, one person gets off. Okay. The next stop, another person gets off. The next stop, three people get on. What's the bus driver's name? <laughs> <laughs> T. 
Terry. No. <laughs> mm. No, you got it wrong. And I'm going to do it to you again now. You got to okay. really, So this is about paying attention okay. to this. You're driving a bus and there's three people <laughs> on it. <laughs> Sarah. There we or go. Is it Sarah? Sarah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, so let's find out. It's about- going to be tough to come back from that, but let's see. <laughs> You were killing it up until then. <laughs> so so now disappointed. You, these, guys, <laughs> these guys scared me of uh, you can't ask certain questions. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it this way. I don't think you were supposed to ask any of the questions that you've asked <laughs> really? so far. So you're batting a thousand. <laughs> what is your gun noise? My gun noise? What's it sound like? Bang. Okay. It's fair. It's good. So, you wanted a weird one, though, It doesn't right? matter. No? It has a sound, right? So you had no predetermined answer. No, she has a gun. All right. I got a gun. So Without asking her. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's touch on this English major thing. Did you have any occasion to read any 19th century Russian literature? <laughs> yeah. I will... I will. I can definitively say I avoided the Russian literature classes. So no Dostoevsky. None of that. So no. certainly not Gogol. <laughs> definitely not. No. All right. I don't even I know what, what you guys are I talking got, about. I got so. what I need. All right. <laughs> um, we do have an online presence, so we're going to go with geography. What is the only state that ends in the letter K? The only state that ends in the letter K. I'm going to have to go through all 50 states in my head. I'm pretty sure for this one. It's not uh, Florida. Oh, wait. I don't have not, to answer these. No, it's, you it's don't. It's not Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm safe. state that ends. Oh, man. Should only take about half the states if she does it in alphabetical order. Yeah. What, what happens with this is everybody goes way in the middle of the country and, yeah. they, and they start looking bizarre stuff. And, and that's why this is, this is an important question. Oh, I know. Yeah. I got it. All right. <laughs> but it's not where you would normally go, right? It's, you're thinking bizarre because yeah. you're asking this question. It's like you're driving the bus and you're yeah. doing all this stuff to try to get the answer. You go and out I just to told, Alaska because that yeah. has that's, a K. But, that's what my yeah. brain first went to. Yeah. But it's yeah. In yeah. A. But this is a, a real easy oh, one. Gosh. I know. I got to like, I want to write it down. And the na- there's a city named after it and a state. Anybody getting it? He got it. He's got it. Okay. Um, right. It's New York. You want to phone a friend? New York. New York. New York. York. Okay. Um, what is your favorite song that I might know? Ooh. Oh, okay. 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 I can play. Um, my favorite song that you might know. How about Fat Bottom Girls by Queen? Yeah, I know it. All okay. right. Okay. You good with that, Ed Sullivan? I like it. All right. Okay. Um, I have another question. All right. Okay, let's well, go How with, is he conducting the interview? <laughs> let's go with some American literature. Would you feel stronger in that realm? or? I did business writing, so I took a couple linguistics. Yeah, Sarah, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry that you it. have to go through this. You know what? It's the most fun interview I've ever been a part of, so I can't even, I can't even say Did it. you read Moby Dick? Oh, I think my mom read that to us, actually. Yeah. Are you going thumbs up or thumbs down? Can I do middle thumb? Can I do do that? Okay. All right. That's solid. Okay, Dave, continue. Okay. 
Uh, Why don't I have interview questions? Yeah, come on, Mr. You Jonathan. don't. If you don't get this job, what is your backup plan? So right now, I am volunteering uh, for marketing with our local Red Cross chapter back home. Okay. And I'll probably press into that a little more. All right. Uh, probably stay home until I find the luxury of home is that there's no bills. You're right. You know? um, so I'll, I'll just kind of capitalize on that luxury, press back into the Red Cross a little bit. And then I do a lot of freelance video work for friends. So I've had a lot of graduation slideshows coming in and uh, a couple of football highlight videos my, my buddies want. So there's a lot we can do that. with her. See, the, the key is there not so much what the backup plan is, but no hesitancy. You're right. She's got a plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Now, this one's important. Okay. What is your favorite ice cream? Mm. That depends on where I'm going. Okay. The place. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to Jenny's ice cream, which is my all-time favorite ice cream place that we have to drive two and a half hours to get to. Cause, is no. there an actual Jenny? Yes. Jenny okay. Brittenbauer is her name, I'm pretty sure. So Good. Jenny's ice cream. Road um, trip. Road trip. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half hours. I'll go. Um, back from back in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, I get their frosé because it tastes like rosé wine as an ice cream. Really? And it is phenomenal. Isn't that interesting? It is. It's with, interesting. with cream. Wow, with I feel like a so loser. It's, it's just a, coffee, is, and it doesn't matter where I'm getting it. Coffee <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> coffee ice cream. They also have a sun-popped corn flavor. Um, that's more cream-based. The rosé the frosé is a little more icy, but the paired with the sun-popped corn, you think that's weird because, right, it's salty, but uh, it's amazing. I don't know how they capture the essence of popcorn. They've darkered half in. a point. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, that was some strange shit right there. She could fill in for me on the show, though. <laughs> right. One second. Is it? You don't know what job she's applying for. Uh, that could true. be yours. <laughs> Sarah, you can have it. <laughs> okay. Uh, we finished the interview. You stepped out of the office. You find a lottery ticket. And you end up winning ten million dollars on that lottery ticket. What do you do? So there's a couple steps. Yeah. Can I go through them? Yeah. <laughs> so first and foremost, pay off my student loans, um, and then hightail it out here, probably. Um, find a nice place to rent that's a little nicer than some of the places I can afford right now, mm -hmm. and probably start working here. And figuring out how I'm going to invest that money to start that bourbon and cigar lounge someday. Well, I think she good. gets two points for that one. This that is good answers, it. folks. This is it. <laughs> you, you're saying I'm going for a job interview. Well, you're probably not going to get these questions over it, but wouldn't it be interesting? She had no idea what these are, just so you know, and she's coming up. She's quick, which is so somebody comes into the store and asking for a certain thing or looking for a humidor or whatever or throws her against and she, she's quick. This is the thing I'm looking for to happen here. So as bizarre as it sounds that these questions are, there's reasons for them. Last question. We're looking at honesty here. From a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this as an interview? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want you to think I'm being a kiss ass by yeah. saying ten, but it's it's a ten because you they're all the ones I've been a part of are so buttoned up and what are your strengths and weaknesses and mm -hmm. tell us about a time you failed and tell us about a time you succeeded. So talking about cereal and garden gnomes kind of beats it's, all that. I would say yeah. that's good. Would you like to accept a job? I would. Look at this. 
History is being wow. made, everybody. I think uh, a round of applause is needed at least. Oh, my God. So this is it. History has been made here that it started just a couple of weeks ago with um, calling into the, sh into the show as a letter instead of the ridiculous letter we got that somebody said that I was mentally challenged or whatever. <laughs> To uh, mentally ill, yeah, it was, it was illness, yeah, mental illness, and mental illness. Yeah. Of that wasn't the way to do it. This was the way to, to do it. <laughs> if this is what the plan is, and the plan would continue to okay, let me learn from here, uh, keep learning about the alcohol stuff, and yes. then someday put it together and say okay, yes, beautiful. Yes. I, I I think your dad should be very proud of you. You could tell he is. Because uh, <laughs> he's been grinning ear to ear all this whole time. Unbelievable. Um, you, you did a great job. You did it from one father to another, let me tell you. Great job. Sarah, welcome to the family. Thank you so much. All Dave. right. This is unbelievable. Okay, that's the after show, folks. Not a lot of cigar talk, but that's how an interview goes at a cigar <laughs> shop. If, at you go this to any, one. if you go to any cigar shop, that's what you're going to get, just so you know how it's going to be. This is how cigar shops are. That's the after show next week. On the Cigar Authority, we're going to look at the top 10 Maduro cigars. We're going to give you our opinions and come up with a final answer at the end of it. We're talking Maduro cigars next week on the Cigar Authority. Till next time, we'll see you. Put the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.